0: Welcome to the Eye of Terror.
1: Welcome to episode 19 of the Eye of Terror podcast. I'm George. And I'm Alec. And we play 40K. First off, I want to do a shout out to Daniel J. Miller. He left a comment on our Facebook page. Yay. (laughs) Hey, thanks, Daniel. You apparently binge-listened to 16 episodes in a row.
0: (laughs) Yay, someone likes us. Too
1: much? (laughs) Someone (laughs) likes us way too much. Daniel, may I suggest that um, you get a hobby?
0: (laughs) Uh, I I get it. Thank you
1: very much, actually. Uh, That was really nice of you to to say that. So we do appreciate you being a listener. (laughs) Yeah, so thank you. So news, some news. Next week is the 100th opening Oh, this, the opening of the 100th store in North America of GW stores,
0: and so to celebrate this, they are releasing a limited edition. I think limited edition Space
1: Marine Captain Captain Sentos. Sentos. So for if you spend a hundred dollars at the store on the twenty eighth or 29th ninth of May, uh, they'll throw in Captain Sentos for free. But if you don't want to spend a hundred bucks there, then you can buy him for twenty bucks. He's apparently only limited to the United States. It's yeah. a way of saying. Thank you to the U.S. Uh, for supporting GW, and um, you can only get him on that weekend, mm-hmm. or on eBay the following week. <laughs> yes, that too <laughs> for more money. Yeah, what uh, do you think of Captain Santos?
0: He's he looks just like a space ranger with a bolter and a power fist. I mean, he's yeah, got a
1: he's got a cool cape.
0: The pose, no, but even the pose, you could just still like. I'm sure you can manage the pose with yeah, just like regular.
1: I didn't think that he was anything that special. Yeah. He's, um he's a, I guess, a reimagining of uh, an earlier metal captain, um, mm. space marine captain, uh, that may have been also uh, like some sort of anniversary or a special giveaway or something. Got it. Eh, you know what? Yeah, not not nearly as cool as the 30th, uh, the 30th anniversary of, space marine.
0: Yeah, no, he was, mm.
1: yeah. And I don't, he was way better. Yeah, he's way better. I don't know if he has special rules, though, so he might have special rules. Yeah, good. Who knows? I don't know. All right. Okay, so we're not that excited about Captain Sentos. No, yeah. not particularly. Kind of exciting, but totally rumor. Completely, entirely. Is what's going on with Chaos Space Marines? Well, there
0: has been some units that have, or units and books that have sold out. You know, has being the regular Chaos Space Marine box set, Possessed Bikers, some
1: upgrades, the whole Dark Vengeance starter set, the
0: whole Dark Vengeance starter set.
1: A bunch and of shoulder pads from a diff- bunch of different units like Iron Warriors and Black Legion.
0: And Crimson Slaughter slash Black Legion.
1: Codex Supplements. Yep. They're all sold out. So we... I mean, everybody on the internet has been speculating that it probably means either a repack of existing models, which is unlikely, or maybe maybe new models. That would be exciting. A nice, a nice upgrade. They are long overdue for an yeah.
0: upgrade. Yeah. Yeah, they certainly are. I mean... Yeah, they really haven't changed. They look like so '80s
1: on. versions of like heavy metal, you know, uh, you know, rock band chaos, Space Marines. But they that's the chaos look, man. That's the soul. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Rock on. There's so much more the- detail that uh, GW has been pumping out in all their new models. Yeah, it's it's time, it's time. So I'm I'm oh, hoping this this bodes well yeah. for new models and more importantly, a new codex. Perhaps. Yeah,
0: but we we, we should move away from the age of. The likes of
1: Doom Rider. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I don't know. At this point, it's just pure speculation. It, a, bunch of, a bunch of chaos stuff is sold out and everyone's losing their minds. Yeah. So... Who we who don't knows? know. Who, we don't know. We don't know. All okay. right. Okay. The All Doom right. Rider's awesome. What anyway. we do know is that we, we, we did get our copy of uh, Death from the Skies. Yes. The new codex supplement for yes. flyers. And uh, we have opinions we do have opinions, Alec. What is what is your opinion of Death from the Skies? My opinion of Death
0: from the Skies is it's essentially just adds a, a new subphase that's Rochambeau.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, it is. <laughs> um, it's singularly unimpressive. Um, I don't think it accomplishes much. Yeah, and it uses the most simple of mechanics to do it.
0: It really does. It, you know
1: like- what? It feels like kind of like it'll be a waste of time. It um, does. It the, just, the way the mechanic works is that flyers have been given a couple of new um, stats, uh, agility and pursuit, and um, they come into play during the dogfight phase. During the dogfight phase, um, there's different several different phases that basically amounts to you picking a number between one to three and your opponent picking a number between one and, one and three. And then and looking then to see who, who won Based that. on which pick, well, you look on a table and yeah. then that determines whether rock, paper, or scissors won <laughs> And then right. or or you might do a roll off <laughs> right, or there might be an exciting roll off, oh man guys. <laughs> at that point um it, it allows you basically it, it, if one
0: if someone wins, they can do one thing, if someone th- else they might be able to there, turn
1: a flyer on its side, the enemy possibly, flyer. and, then, and even it then it's all,
0: even then it's gonna be all snapshots for the most part, unless you're like unless you're Eldar, who naturally of course get the best stats all right
1: let's not go into the planes of the flyers let's just stay with the mechanic for Uh, the the time being okay so 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 the mechanic basically sets up a dogfight between two fighters um, and it's total rock paper scissors as to who gets to turn the other fighter in a side or backward facing and if and that gives you some advantage obviously to hit rear armor or side armor Um, and there's some rules about whether or not you're snap shooting or, or not. Nah,
0: most of the time you will
1: be. Most of the time you will be, right. Unless unless you're So
0: so even like the payoff of the Rojambeau is minimal.
1: Yeah. Honestly, we are we are not that impressed. Yeah. Uh, but this is an official change to the flyers that actually changes the rules for flyers in the basic rule book. So if That's... you're technically following all the rules and someone has a flyer and they have this codex, you kind of have to go along with it. Technically,
0: don't do it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. You can also choose probably not to. You know, hopefully um, people will choose not to uh, engage in the dogfight phase. Yeah. Um, the are The book itself is cool. Oh, yeah. Um, it
0: has some. It has some neat ideas. Like there's some neat missions based off of like flyers fighting each other. Yeah. um, I like the whole idea of during a campaign. Uh, Depending on how many kills fighters flyers get, they turn into aces which give them specific abilities, So that's kind of neat. I enjoy that.
1: Yeah, that's, that's, that's for a campaign play. Uh, that's yeah. pretty cool. A little
0: bit top gun in your <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> campaign.
1: Right. I, I do like that they have wing formations that if you bring more than one flyer, bring a couple of flyers and create like a little squadron. And if they're in certain formations, it gives you certain advantages like, you know, plus one ballistic skill. Or, yeah, that's you know, n- Think tank hunter, that sort of thing. That's um, they, one of the models, if you bring more than, if you have more than one flyer, will be designated the wing leader and they also get, you know, like yeah. better stats.
0: Which is, which is kind of neat.
1: That's cool. I yeah. mean, it's a way to encourage more, flyer, more, flyers. more flyers. It's, it's, it's
0: again, all for, right? all for them monies.
1: Right. The, the book does list uh, the majority of the flyers that are found in the other armies. So we get to take, we get, you know, data sheets for yeah. uh, Necron flyers, for, you know, uh, Orc flyers for our Eldar flyers. And of course, as Alec mentioned, Eldar just, like everything else, get the most cool, badass, you know, best-stated flyers in the game. Yeah, it's, even, it's silly. It's even,
0: silly. Even, yeah, the road, they all have like what? It's like um, five, they either have fives or, uh, one four, I believe, for one of them.
1: Yeah. So the the majority of the agility is stats like are like two or three. Two or three for the Imperium and most of the other armies out there. Yeah. But, you know, um, some these guys fours get,
0: are around, but I mean, these guys get um, the
1: agility values of five or four, and for pursuit values of five. Yeah. So, always. Uh, so once again, Eldar just get the best of everything. On top of the D flyer. Oh yeah, there's a D flyer in here too. Yeah. <sighs> uh, you know not. Not uh, that impressed by this book. Overall. I, it,
0: it had some neat ideas, I will admit. It had some neat ideas. I do like the I do like the new flyers. Mm-hmm. The new flyers are pretty neat. Yeah, uh,
1: we got the Stormhawk Interceptor.
0: The Stormhawk Interceptor looks cool. Yeah. It's a good uh, model. Maybe not the most amazing rules, at least the most original, but it certainly does. It's looks cool and I just I I, I just I don't know, like the feel of it. Uh, yeah. There's something about it that makes me go.
1: Yeah. yeah, it looks, it looks super cool. And it's different enough from the Storm Talon. First of all, it's a dual kit so that you can, if you, you can buy do. the kit, you can either create a Storm Talon or the Stormhawk Interceptor. Yep. Um, and they, they both have different battlefield roles. The Stormhawk's more of a, a anti-fighter fighter. Mm. And the Storm Talon's more of an anti-ground, you know, attack vehicle. Yeah. Like kind of a helicopter versus a plane. Yeah. The Stormhawk Interceptor, I wasn't that impressed. I said that in the last episode by the way it was painted. So I took it upon myself to paint an Iron Hands version. Mm. I think it came out awesome, it did look I cool. think it came out awesome, awesome. There's pictures of it on our Facebook page, so pay a visit there We add a little dramatic explosive flare in the background, God yes, <laughs> to I make that. it stick out, but um, uh take a look and let us know what you think um but uh, it turns out I love that flyer. it's a cool looking flyer.
0: I also enjoy it though I don't play the army, I do enjoy the new orc fire
1: yeah, it's cool it,
0: it's it looks it's because it looks they they added like what like a. Open at an engine on the front that looks like a like a hot rod engine, like from one of those muscle cars. Yeah, which is hilarious in and of itself. The lore behind it is funny. Apparently, the Mech Boys, like the techno the technological of the um Orc Society, build them and sort of build the try to build the craziest looking uh, machines, and then go when they go into fight, they compete with each other to see who has like the ultimate murder fire. It's all very orky and very very wonderful
1: so at the end of the day, if you're interested in taking a look at uh beautiful artwork um a little bit of fluff not not a lot but no. some some fluff about uh the flyers in the different armies a tiny bit, yeah. um and then looking at the data sheets for all the different armies flyers, that's the reason they get the book you yeah know? it's you know you're probably you may try we we, we played a couple of dog fights, you yeah know, simulated some dog fights we
0: wanted to see how it work, how it's, the rules work. It's, we were bored. Yeah, it really was. It's like I'm kind of surprised how like yeah, yeah, like I'm like with games like like X Wing out there.
1: Yeah, this is not. This no is worrying. not. This no is way, not at all. This near is near as tactical strategic. No, no, no. no it I feels don't. so random. It feels just like it's just yeah. so 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 get yeah. get it get it for the art. No, don't don't get it for the rules. Yeah, um, so really. anyway, that's our um, that's our review of the Death from the Skies book. Okay, when we come back, Alec and I decided to play an alternative Warhammer game, Death Angel. When we return. Okay, we're back. So uh, last night we played uh, Death Angel. It was Yumi and Rain. Yep. It's a cooperative game. A where,
0: variation of the uh, Space Hulk game.
1: Yeah, this is basically a, a card game version, version yeah. of Space Hulk. And it's been around a while. I bought this game back in 2011 at New York Comic Con. Yeah. And just like every other <laughs> game, huh. I bought it. Because it had cool cover art. This was even before I was even into Warhammer. Yeah. I had I, I didn't really know. I just kind of knew generally about the Warhammer universe. Yeah. But I love the artwork on the front. It's a Terminator and being just sort of attacked by a bunch of gene stealers. And so I bought it and brought it home, opened it up, saw a bunch of cards, saw a bunch of rules. And I said, I'll get to it later. <laughs> and so later has come. So later has come. So uh, five years later, yep. we decided to play it. Yep. And so, as you, me, and Rain. It's a cooperative game, and yeah. it's all of us playing different Terminator squads uh, against a bunch of Gene Sealers on a space Hulk. What, uh, what did you think?
0: Very, it was it was fun. It was pretty fun. It was very unforgiving. Yeah, this game is tough. I mean, like at first you'll be at first uh, okay. At first you'll be um, thinking, eh, this isn't so bad," but there will be a moment where everything blows up in your face.
1: Everything. We start off we had 12 terminators uh, and included like Sergeant Lorenzo yeah, and, and uh you know a librarian in there yeah a guy with an assault cannon the guy uh, with the heavy flamer we we were like decked out man. Of, yeah we were a bunch of badasses uh, yeah. and at first it starts off with you know okay there's a few gene, gene sealers popping up here and there and you know 12 terminators can take care of a few gene sealers yep but as the game goes on more and more gene sealers stop popping up and eventually, your terminators start dying.
0: Oh yeah, it, it took actually took us a while for our terminators to die, but I think we reached like what, um, like the third area. You travel to different locations in the in like the, in the space Hulk, yeah, in order to progress. Yeah. Um. So I think we were in like the third area when all of a sudden one of us died, and then we started all dropping like flies.
1: Yeah. It it it, it happened really fast, like dominoes. All of a sudden, we already just started dying. Basically, the mechanic is that. All the Terminators are lined up down the corridors of this Space Hulk. Yep. Right. And then everybody sort of picks actions for their squads. And the general actions are move and activate. You can move your Terminators, give mm-hmm. them a different facing because the facing counts as to where you can attack. Yep. Activate like a button or a control panel that might give you some advantage on the Space Hulk. Like open an airlock or something. The next the next action card is support. That means you can actually provide support tokens to your fellow Terminators and then it does some sort of support type of action that helps everybody, but doesn't allow you to attack. Just sort of gives support to other, other units in the, um, uh, in, on your side. Yeah. And finally there are the attack cards yep. and the different terminators. That's, this is what I like. Yeah. You know, like different brother Claudio fights differently than Sergeant Lorenzo. Yeah. Who fights, you know, differently from brother Gideon. Yeah. You know, they all have their way of doing an attack. Yeah. So oh it feels very individualistic.
0: Yeah. If they're everyone to feel, or not everyone, but like, uh. A lot of the characters certainly feel very unique, like the assault cannon will do different things and the heavy flamer, which will right. do for different things from psychic attacks.
1: Right. Um, yeah, and the thunder, uh, thunder hammer and storm, storm shield, shield guy combat. is very resilient.
0: Yeah, he's very resilient. Uh,
1: but his range is, very lim- is limited compared to, you know, like the assault cannon.
0: Yeah, guy. lightning claw guy can kill a bunch of dudes, right. but he's going to have to be right in front of them.
1: Right, Exactly. So it's, um I, I enjoy the game. I, I really yeah. liked it. The game took us about 90 minutes, I think.
0: Yeah, it's say So,
1: yeah. Um, the setup took a little while because it was the first time we played it. Yep. Um, but once we got the hang of it, it was really fun because you get to discuss amongst yourselves sort of the strategy because this is a cooperative game that yeah. you want to employ about how to maximize your resources and who's going to attack, who's going to support, and who's going to like move around because we don't know. We know that we know that gene stealers are. The ones that are in front of us, we know those guys. We don't know who. But at the start us. of the turn, we don't know what's going to happen next and where the gene sealers are going to pop up.
0: Yep.
1: And uh, and they come out of like shafts and you know corridors. Ventilation ducts. And-, <laughs> and we went into uh, like a hive that's full of them. Yeah. And, yeah. And different levels of gene sealers come out, you know, at different times. It's the game is kind of kind of tense. Yeah. Kind of tense. And and we're trying to get to the very end location where you have to achieve an objective in our, in our case, the objective was to basically wipe out all of the filthy Xenos.
0: And uh, yeah. Wipe out all the Xenos. Right. So, and when we finally, the squad that got to that room. Yeah. Which is mine. Was two people.
1: Yeah. That was all that was left. It was basically two terminators. Out against. Of, out of 12. Uh, against. On one side, 11. Steelers, yeah. And on the other side, he had two. And then, yeah, like a layer below him, there was more gene stealers. Yeah. So I think it was 15 or 16 gene stealers left. S- something like that. Right. Um, so, needless to say, that final squad was eaten alive by gene stealers. So, yeah. we did not win the game. Nope. Uh, I had a great time. I-, I am more than willing to play this game again.
0: Yeah. It was quite, it was indeed, uh, it was pretty good. It was pretty fun. I got to admit.
1: Yeah. And now it also makes me want to play Space Hulk.
0: Yeah. Cause now I want to, like, oh, how does the actual.
1: Yeah. Bigger game work. If the card game is so much fun, then yeah. the big game must be even more fun. But the big game involves us building the models. I'm, I'm still <laughs> surprised you haven't done They're your blood angels, man. I know. Well, I, I built the library and I banged them up. That's they're your cool. children. I know. I know. It's a Fantasy Flights game. I think it goes for around 20 bucks. Definitely, if you're into Warhammer and you want to try something different, it's not as complex as, say, Conquest or Forbidden Stars yeah. or any of the other... Mm-hmm. You know, warhammer type board games this is a quick card game um and even not that quick it it, the the box says that it's something like uh 30 to 60 minutes Uh, yeah yeah, it's a little longer than that um and it's fun to have more than two players but you can even play the solo that's another great thing you can actually you know uh the rules allow you to play solo the solitaire of warhammer that's right because you aren't nerdy enough (laughs) (laughs) i just spent friday night Playing Warhammer by myself. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) how do you spend your weekend? Podcasting about Warhammer. (laughs) Yeah, man. Okay, all right, all right. Let's not stop making fun of ourselves. Yes. Okay, uh, so that's our review of Death Angel. Uh, Big thumbs up for me. You?
0: Yep, pretty big thumbs up, man.
1: Okay, awesome, awesome. All right. When we come back, uh, Alec and I continue our escalation game. Tau versus Cult Mechanicus when we return. So we played another game in the Escalation League. Uh, This time, we went from 500 points to 1,000 points. My Tower Army versus your cult Mechanicus. Alec, what did you bring in this army?
0: Well, on top of the original force, which consisted of two squads of Rangers, two squads of Vanguard, and the Oneger Dune Crawler, uh, I also added the Robot Manipole. Along And the accompanying Cybernetica Datasmith, along with the Tech Priest Dominus, which was the extra. F- and those two combined, along with some upgrades, were the, the 500 extra points. 500 points, Okay, because it was kind of a Death Star.
1: <laughs> so last time I brought a Cadre Fireblade as my HQ, along with a group of Breachers and a Devilfish, and then a 10-man unit of Fire Warriors um, with a DS-8 Missile Turret. I had a broadside. I had two units of Pathfinders, four man each. And I think that's, that was it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was my my army. So this time for the additional 500 points, I added uh, another broadside. Yep. Okay. And then I added um, a ghost kill and two units of stealth suits. Yes. All right. So that, that got me to the 500 uh, points and the, uh, each of the broadsides had uh, two uh, marker light drones, two marker drones. Man, how have it cheap. <laughs> yeah. We play, we roll on the missions and um, we played uh, mission number five. Which one was that? Contact Lost? No. no. We play the one where you, you. oh, it's uh, the secret, the secret one.
0: Where the objectives are secret.
1: Yeah, where you basically draw three objective cards and you you're supposed to maintain three objective cards in every turn. Yeah. But you don't reveal the objectives until you achieve them. Yep. You keep them secret from your opponent. Right, so that's what we drew. You won the role to pick table sides. Yep. You won the role to deploy.
0: And I decided to deploy second.
1: That's right. So it made me deploy first. Um so I did. I did not seize. He did not seize, and so we started we started playing. Um okay, so what happened in your first oh I actually I went first. So in my first turn, I basically lit up the undergood dune crawler with marker lights. Yep. And same exact thing that happened last game happened this game. Yep. <laughs> uh, the one of my broadsides with the high yield missile pods, uh, basically rolled three sixes on the um, armor penetration. Yep. And, uh, just boom, killed it. Um, first turn. Yep. So that was a big scary threat and is now gone from the table.
0: Uh, Well, that wasn't exactly the big scary threat, as it would turn out. (laughs) Yeah,
1: as it turned out. But uh, I got got rid of one threat, and then I think I I killed a few um, rangers. I'm not even sure if you did that. Uh, Maybe not. Maybe. I I think a couple. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, Okay. So what happened on your turn?
0: Walk-in, my friend. A whole lot of walk-in. Actually, not a whole lot. Most of my people just stayed behind. Uh, One squad went for an objective. Got it. And my robots just sort of walked up. They didn't have anyone to shoot. No, they did because there was a stealth team. I remember you infiltrated the stealth team and they were in a close enough position to where my my good old um, flamers could hit them well, along with the heavy phosphor blasters. I only killed one.
1: Yeah, you only killed one. I only killed one. One of my stealth team members. Yeah. They passed their leadership test, so they stayed on the field.
0: Yeah, so they just sort of... Yeah.
1: So it was kind of a quiet turn turn yeah. one for you. Yes, yeah, it was. Uh, turn two comes around. I had a, a unit of fire, a five-man unit of fire warriors, which is also I, I, I failed to mention. Also, I also got some fire warriors. I moved them up my uh, right flank, really, just trying to move up to yeah. uh, closer to your, to your rangers to start shooting them, right? Mm-hmm. I basically used them and some Pathfinders to light up some some Rangers, and I think I reduced a f- got rid of a few of them with with the, that unit of Fire Warriors. I see. I had drawn my objectives had been in my in, in turn two was to secure objective three, which you were sitting on with your robots, mm-hmm. assassinate a character, and the only characters that I remembered was the Data Smith and your Tech Priest. Mm-hmm. I forgot that your sergeants in your Ranger and Mangar units were also characters. I, I don't know why, but I forgot. Yeah. So I was obsessed with now killing that unit with their, your Castellan robots, right? Cause I just kind of like blanked. And I forgot. So I shot, I kind of shot everything. And the broadsides with their high yield missile pods. and how missiles. Yeah. I just like shot everything. The ghost keel with its fusion blasters, the uh, stealth suits with their burst cannons, everything shot into your little, castellan robot party group
0: <laughs> and nothing. nothing nothing not a wound nothing
1: not, not a wound you, you this game you you've never rolled as many sixes to save fives and sixes as i've ever seen anyone roll ever this, it was it was shocking you <laughs> have every one of your saving it, rolls. every
0: every feel no pain that the roll there was I made, and th- this pattern would continue throughout most of the game. Yeah. No robot, n- that squad, no members of that squad died throughout the entirety of the game.
1: That's true. Uh, first off, the, the Castellan robots have a three-up cover save. Or three-up oh, three up, three up armor save. But more importantly, they're toughness seven. They're toughness the seven. So they're super hard to even wound. They have feel no pain. And they have feel no pain on top of it. So it's a three up, you know, first of all, you you often had, I often had to roll a five or six to even wound them. Yep. And then you got your three up armor save. They have five up
0: influence and save then, against shooting attacks. Perfect against
1: Tau. <laughs> exactly. And then they had his, you know, five up feel no pain. So that combination was just like everything was bouncing off of them.
0: Yeah. I didn't even need to, I had equipped my, um, I equipped my Dominus with the, the uh, Pimp Cane, which mm-hmm. gives it will not die yep. to the robots. I didn't even need to use it, man. No, didn't. I didn't even need to use you it.
1: You didn't. So that so my my turn two was frustrating in that um, I shot everything and nothing nothing hurt you. So I, I think I scored a couple of points um, yeah. from securing some objectives, but um, so it was like two I think I had three points at this point. Uh, first blood. Yeah, and then a couple of secured objectives. Yeah. Okay. So then how was your turn two?
0: Okay. For turn two, the role that the robots were on hadn't really sunk in yet. I think that would be later. So they decided to go and kill a, the remaining, um, they, they killed the remaining stealth suits that they had shot at, at first. Um, they were in range with more weaponry and stuff and they were able to kill them all. I think my Rangers just sort of stood around and shot and took some pot shots.
1: Yeah, I didn't really do anything to, <laughs> didn't my, really do much. to my
0: fire warriors. Vanguard saying they held objectives. They yeah. would get objectives occasionally if I got the objectives they were on. Yeah, really, they weren't really doing a huge amount. It was amazing. It was mainly the robots. All
1: right, turn three, I, I had pretty much had the same three objectives, which is secure objective three, which you were too close. You're still pretty close to with your robot unit, mm. uh, which is super tough to move. And then assassinate and Kingslayer. So again, I was focused on killing your Castellan robot, you know, group because um, I wanted to kill your Tech Dominus. I moved up my Devilfish on mm-hmm. the right flank as well, mm-hmm. and it started to engage your Rangers up there and started whittling them down. That and the combined fire from the Fire Warriors mm-hmm. started to whittle them down. Yep. And you can really do anything against a Devilfish armor. So yeah, yeah. Again, everything else was. Focused and firing at the Castellan robots and again did no wounds. So turn three again, nothing. No wounds at all on the Castellan robots. Yeah. I just saw them starting to march, get they, closer and closer. And they marched beads of sweat start to break out under the tower.
0: <laughs> the, as they marched as if through a strong wind. Yeah. yeah as exactly. missiles exploded <laughs> upon their armor.
1: Right. So a strength five wind.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't enough.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: so my turn comes around, and I see that you were trying to set. You had um set up your ten. You had a ten man squad of fire warriors with yes. cadre fireblade. Yes. And you'd set them up behind a wall. Yes. It was so clearly like an ambush. <laughs> they were waiting. They were just waiting to pop out and shoot my robots. Yep. So I immediately. So I immediately go. No. Why would I do that? Um. Head back where I was before I um shot the stealth team and start marching towards your ghost keel. But rather than shooting your ghost keel because I wasn't in a good place to assault. I then proceeded to shoot your uh a squad of pathfinders, I believe. Yeah. Uh I had, and Ken and I killed like 3 or 4 of them.
1: Yeah, you killed like 4 of them in that and so I had one one remaining Pathfinder unit on my left flank. One mm-hmm. I had two remaining Pathfinders on my on my right flank. Yep. Um they passed their leadership test so they didn't they didn't, they didn't Yeah, they didn't break. Right. Right. So you didn't, I mean, you killed four Pathfinders that turn, but not much happened except you kept moving up.
0: Again, again, the roll hadn't really sunk in yet. They hadn't done too much yet.
1: Right. Not yet. Not yet. And I had lost very few units at this point, but I I started to see how resilient these robots were. (laughs) Okay. On my right flank, you continue to move up the Fire Warriors and the Devilfish. I let my Breachers out out of the devilfish, and they came out and I think they killed a couple of like three of, yeah, of the vanguard. Uh, your vanguard and were hiding behind rocks. Um, They're a little too far away for their pulse carbine to do, you know, a crazy. lot of damage, crazy yeah. damage. Um, they were just shooting at you know, strength five on my, on my left. Again, this is going to be the tail of the tape. I just shot everything at the robot unit, obsessed with getting warlord and nothing, nothing stuck. You just yep. everything bounced off. Now at this point you're starting to, you know, cackle with delight. Yeah. <laughs> right? I
0: was I was so shocked. I was <laughs> yeah. so shocked at how it was insane how many like funeral pain rolls I was passing, how many armor save rolls I was passing. It was it was just even it was getting ridiculous. Yeah. Cause he was he just kept pumping out that amazing cow shooting.
1: <laughs> nothing. 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 Nothing worked. Nothing got through that toughness seven or the armor. The feel no pain. Yeah. Yeah. It was insane. All right. So uh, turn four comes out. Yeah. Yeah. So what happened in your, in your, yeah.
0: In my turn four? uh, four. Okay. So my Vanguard, I had another squad of Vanguard next to the squad you shot at. Yep. They swing around, look at the breachers, kill like four of them, then the remaining two of the previous squad of five, which was whittled down, finish them off. Right. So my
1: breachers die that turn.
0: Yeah rangers i think the rangers just sort of were there they didn't do much they could just, They didn't do much except get shot
1: yeah your rangers your rangers you had you had 10 rangers two units of five and yeah. at this point i think there was like two guys or one guy in each unit that yeah. was left because my fire warrior team i feel five man fire warrior team turned out to be the sort of mvp of the game yeah. ended up killing all of your rangers by the end of the game yeah pretty much all right uh, just a regular old five-man fire warrior team. Just yeah. like, just boom, boom, boom. Just shot them all down. At this point, I moved... Uh, so turn five comes around. Um, I moved my devilfish to secure an objective. Objective three that you had moved oh, off oh, at this point.
0: Oh, oh yeah, I almost Go forgot ahead. Yeah, the most important part. Right. I charged your ghost kill. Oh,
1: you did charge my ghost kill in that turn. That's right.
0: I successfully got a charge off. Yep. Uh, and, just, and with all the supporting fire.
1: A supporting fire, overwatch, nothing, nothing. happened.
0: Uh so I charge a ghost keel. I don't kill it initially. Yep. I don't kill it. It actually takes me a while to kill it if I remember correctly.
1: It's tough. It's four wounds. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, way a the,
0: save. It had those little um drones to die for it. And yeah.
1: Yeah, so so you we were in combat now, my ghost keel was now engaged. And that was fine. I was really trying to I was hoping that, you know, since shooting wasn't working, that maybe my ghost keel might be able to kill the robots or wound them enough to make your warlord vulnerable. Yeah. So I even threw my fire warriors into that fray. Oh in my turn five. <laughs> Turns out fire warriors can't can't touch toughness seven. Yeah. So they ended up running away. They are our, our weapon they use the our, our weapons are useless rule. Yeah. And they ended up running away so that they can get more shots. Yeah. So in in that turn five, um, I had secure objective three. Um and then I drew another card which was Secure Objective Four. So I was eyeing that one. Which mm-hmm. was not too far away from, you know, definitely within flat out distance yeah. from my devilfish. But now we were engaged in this big hairball of assault, yeah, with uh, your robots against my ghost kill and and my running my running fire warriors.
0: The yeah, the running fire. I think what happened was, if I remember correctly, the combat ended on your turn. Or no, it ended on my turn, which was bad for me because that means you'd get another round of shooting before they could do anything. Yeah, because I killed them on yeah, I killed them on my turn. Uh, I got a point for that though, big game hunter.
1: Yeah, you kill my ghost kill I got big game hunter.
0: However, I now had to sit or stand around and get shot by yet again.
1: Right. Everything. So, so we ended up going to turn six, and I had basically lined up all my shooting units in a semicircle around the robots. Yeah. And unfortunately, well, I th- I think I I got a bunch of marker lights off. Yep. So I was hitting with plus seven ballistic skill. Yep. <laughs> I can hit them all I want, yep. you know, you but it turns it. out I cu- I couldn't win them. I shot thirty shots with the Fire Warriors because they had a cadre Fire Blade. Yeah,
0: all, he, he, all the broadside shot. All the
1: broadside shot nothing. I two I two sets of broadside shooting, you know. A
0: stealth a stealth team.
1: Stealth team uh, with two burst cannons and a fusion blaster. They nothing. shot at them nothing. So they survived another just devastating and withering attack from. By, anything else by the end die. of it,
0: one robot had two wounds. One robot had one wound. Yeah. Which I then immediately repaired. Beginning of my turn, <laughs> right. So,
1: so you after all that, basically your robots are taken one wound each. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, essentially,
0: right. So then I proceed to after killing the ghost kill, chase down the screaming fishmen, because um, <laughs> I want that warlord kill. There
1: were high pitched curses. They weren't screams.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. I shoot I kill most of them in the shooting phase actually. Yeah. By the end there're only like what there's like two. Two of them? Yeah. Actually one of them is the cadre fireboy, there's the tower warrior. That's right. There's a drone. And then there's the turret. I successfully make the charge. I then proceed to annihilate the remaining the remain remnants remaining the remnants of fire, fire, fire. warrior. And, uh, and
1: then it was a cadre fire blade who um I who guess accepted the challenge. Shoved the challenge from tech priest dominus. The tech priest dominus. Giving you one more victory point because that was one of your objectives. Issue, issue, issue a challenge. challenge. Yes. My cadre fire blade shockingly survive. He shockingly survived and just like was fighting toe to toe. Yeah, a Tao. a Tao HQ character was fighting toe to toe with a Tech Priest Dominus. Yep, and they were just whacking each other and not what was going on. Yeah, really. no, 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 they were both holding on. Yeah, yeah. So um, at this point, my in, in in the meantime, while this is going on, I eliminated the remainder of your your Rangers. Yeah, my my Devilfish secured another objective. Uh, and also secure line breaker, mm. and I think that was that was pretty much determinative right there. Yep. So we went. We did go to turn seven. Yep. And we had another round of assault where you were unable to kill the cadre fireblade. Yep. My cadre fireblade was unable to kill your tech priest, and uh, the game ended.
0: And it just ended in a bout of mortal combat.
1: Yeah, that's right. It, we finally ended it. We counted the victory points. It, it was, was uh, seven, eight, uh, technically eight victory points a, for the f- Tau.
0: Two five for me. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. So Uh, the
1: the Tau won, but the Tau were shocked. We counted up, but didn't you kill the, the, the robot units? Didn't they end up killing like 365 points worth of Tau?
0: Yep. Yeah. They would, I think it was something like that. But more importantly, they were the greatest distraction card effects. To have ever distracted an army? I mean, it wasn't necessarily themselves that were the great thing. It just happened to be that you forgot that you need you could have just killed like
1: yeah, I yeah. could have killed sergeants and then that would have sufficed. And I did kill sergeants, so I technically did get the victory point at the yeah. end. But but I only realized it, realized it at Until, the end of the game. Yeah. So I just could have run away from the robots using jetpack moves and stuff. Yeah. But I didn't do that. I was obsessed with trying to kill them. Yep. Yeah. So that that was my mental error. Surprisingly close game. Yes. Yeah. Really. Didn't you? You went into it thinking that you were going to get slaughtered by the tower, right? Yeah, I did. I expected um, very bad results.
0: Little did I expect? That the robots would provide me an incredible fighting chance.
1: Yeah, they did. With just.
0: Unnamed. It's just insane the resistance. All right.
1: So if you're thinking of starting a cult mechanic's army, you have to get the Castellan robots. I
0: mean, like really. We we
1: we have played with the Castellan robots, and uh, I don't know about a dozen times. Yeah. And they only have died once. And, and that that was-, and that was only to
0: the D. That was only to 8D yeah, eight D attacks from a bloodthirster. Eight D attacks from a bloodthirster was the only thing that have killed them thus far.
1: Yeah. They're 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 really. Really great units. All right, well, that was it. Was a really fun game. A thousand points, yeah. uh, and it was a really fun game. We're we're gonna go to fifteen hundred points next time. Yep. All right. So any any thoughts on what you might be bringing on the next next round?
0: Probably destroyers.
1: Oh, okay. I, I, I want to get that fun nice. destroyers. Eh? I want to get that nice grab, man. Oh yeah, I hate your grab. Grab's gonna
0: be yeah. Grab's right. gonna I'm be
1: mean. I'm probably going to. I might do Riptide and a commander and some crisis suits, or maybe I'll bring a storm surge. You could <laughs> or maybe i'll save the storm surge for the end oh actually I, I don't think i can fit it in the end the way i play it yeah you're right oh yeah because we're gonna go 1500 points and then 1850 yeah. so that means i have 350 points and the way i play storm surges um, they're like 400 what? they're like 400 points so i think the storm surge may have to come out next if it's gonna come out
0: uh, well, that'll be uh that'll be <laughs> something
1: all right we'll see well see. maybe i roll a die <laughs> we'll see if, uh, if there's a storm surge in the nearby quadrant yeah <laughs> that can be on loan <laughs> alright well that is our episode 19 We want to thank you all for listening please send us an email you can reach us at the eye of terror podcast at gmail.com visit our Facebook page we do have pictures of this fabulous encounter plus some pictures from uh, our game of death angel and our new Stormwalk interceptor Uh, So visit us on Facebook. Until next episode, I'm George. And I'm Alec. And we play 40K. We'll see you guys soon.